Hello and welcome to episode 14. A year, be- a year between drinks. We'll, we'll get to why it's taken so long. I'm sure our fans have been absolutely ravishing for uh, the next episode of uh, uh, Ramble. Being brought to you as usual from Onslow Street, otherwise known as the hood of the eastern suburbs. That's what I heard the other day. Literally on the streets, I had saw people... A very guttural hood. There's literally bullets going past me. Every day is a survival. Honestly, every day is a survival here on Onslow Street, Rose Bay. But nonetheless, I don't think we've heard from the third man. Ben, you there? Yeah, yeah, Ben's here from the West Coast, living large. I've got to say, you've brought some good energy to it to start, Laz, and I'm excited to to get back on it after a year of... uh... Well, let's briefly, for the first few minutes, talk about what we've been doing over the last year. It's been a very big year for everyone. Um, Ben has uh, fully transitioned, I think, to what? To what do you you call it? A trans? Is a trans? A woman? Just, just woman. So you've you've celebrated International Women's Day. I have, and and I'm ready to come out. Excellent. My wings. Yes. So no, but in all in all seriousness, Ben, what's happened to you last year? You've had a big year. I I um I've had a child. I'm of child. Yeah. And <laughs> As opposed to with child, you are of child. Excellent. And yes, it's it hasn't really changed my life at all. Life just carries on. We'll we'll get to some topics around uh, baby updates future in the episode. Um, sure, sure. Uh, and uh, Barb's last year for you. Well, why don't you start? Because I think I've had the most demure of years. Uh, really, I think you, I think yours and Ben's really chopped mine, and um, I'd like to emphasise that. Don't sell short your year, Bob. It's been quite a year for you. I, I, I haven't done a lot. Well, I, I guess I, I ascended, ascended Everest base camp. Um, so base camp in small and tiny letters. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, which was excellent. Mild altitude sickness, but did it at a canter. So. Really, really enjoyed that, um, and no food poisoning on the way up, although I must say some difficulties with the drop dunnies. Other than that... Didn't I didn't lose any weight going up. <laughs> no, I did, yeah. I did. I just put it all back well, on somehow before I arrived. Somehow, came back fatter. How does that, how does that work? <laughs> that all the humidity... All because the... the Sherpas have these drinks that they give you, which is essentially just pure calorie. And oh, is it sort of just pure yak? Yeah, it's just yak fat, and it's, <laughs> it's just magnificent. But it does it does mean that even at altitude, uh, under extreme conditions, you will put on weight. <laughs> anyway, other than that, I've moved out of Onslow Street um, and relocated one street away. Um, and um, yeah, it's been it's been interesting living alone. Um, you know, there's less shrieking uh, from the room next door, which is which is good. And um, yeah, just just a pretty good vibe. Pretty good vibe. Good vibe. You also forget to mention that you also hosted hosted an MC to a wedding. Well, we'll touch and on I'm that later. Well, you can touch on it now. I uh, I've got the smallest. Uh, what do you call it? Wedding ring. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's smallest handcuffs. That was the word. I've got the smallest handcuffs. But yes, wedding ring is probably the uh, the jeweler was shocked at through the. The, the size of, of the ring, but um, in fact, it's funny because the ring took ages to make because my, ri- my, my finger is very thin, but I've got very large knuckles, which is the worst of combination. Why is that difficult? Surely they just mold it around the finger. You can't, oh, you can't yeah. over the knuckle, then it looks like, it looks like a fat yes. So what do, you, well, what do you do? I, it's, it's a struggle. You've just got a loose ring. It's, yeah, it's got a loose ring. Interesting. 
Um, so anyway, so I got married uh, late, and these boys were my uh, MCs. Uh, needless to say, I showed them up during my speech, I think. Mm. I think that's fair to say. Uh, your speech was quite something. I, I was surprised as to the – I will be – I will self-admit here that how few laughs I got. I tested it on myself, <laughs> and it got so many laughs. What I will say was it was an awkward room because, like, where, where you were positioned on the dais, like, you had half the room to your right and half the room to your left, and just Sharon Lazarus right in front of you. That's my mom's name forever. Oh, you just exposed <laughs> enigma of what is Sharon. <laughs> I have nothing but the utmost respect and love for Sharon, but – you know, you've got her, and then it, she, 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 she's captivating. So trying to, you know, play to the rest of the room when you're swiveling left and right is quite difficult. Oh, ben, you, would you agree? I would say, well, all I did was just focus on Sharon and make sure she was enjoying herself. <laughs> she's, um, but it was a dangerous combination for Tick because, one, he assumed it was funny, and two, it just wasn't funny. So it's sort of a really, really, really bad combo where you're expecting laughs and you were never actually going to get any. I got a few sarcastic laughs from a friend of ours called Reese. Well, there are a few sarcastic laughs. Reese, indeed. Um, but, but needless to say, I got married and uh, went to Bali for, for, um, for our honeymoon, got a knee reconstruction, and we are here. So what a year it's been. To, to kick things off, I'd like to... Um, as what we usually do, go into a, a deeper level of analysis. Um, and this is uh, around camping, I'd like to say. Um, so, so, so Barb's and his girlfriend went camping not long ago. And she apparently, and she went through this whole story about how much she loves camping and that she's the biggest camper and she's got the tent and whatever. And yet she goes on to talk about the blow-up mattress that she's got, the fact that they went to restaurants for dinner, and I want to understand what actually defines camping. Because to me, the mere sleeping in a tent, I mean, you've got kids sleeping in a tent in the backyard. Is that camping? Like, to me, it's got to be cooking food, eating the insects, drop dunny, like that. that's what you need. I, I couldn't disagree more. I, really. Disagree? I couldn't disagree more. I'm I'm double negative. <laughs> No, I'm not agreeing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think if you pitch a tent in an area that is not your own, you can be. I, I think it's as simple so as what, that. So every time you go to some to a lady's house on Saturday nights, you're camping? Oh, because I, I don't generally pitch a tent. Oh, well, you pitch a tent. I don't, firstly, I don't go to random ladies' houses <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, but I've never pitched a tent and said, no, I'll sleep outside. No, I'm more meant under the covers when you pitch it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You directed me, segwayed it nicely, and you ruined it. <laughs> um, ben, um, no. I, you... I genuinely just don't understand the point of camping. If you're in proximity to restaurants, then there are ample hotel options. So why not stay at a hotel? Not in Port I Stevens. Only... Not in Port Stevens. I... I'd rather camp. I honestly don't see the point. I don't see the point unless you're in the wilderness where the only option you have to access some gorgeous water, like some kind of lake or a, a mountaintop where you have to hike to get there. I just don't understand why you would choose the hard earth over a mattress. <laughs> but it was I the just, passion. No, it was the passion that she was saying it. She was so proud of herself that she could camp and she was the self-sufficient like this Mowgli in the jungle making friends with all the, all the monkeys and shit. Who knows? I, but this, like, I, 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 I will say she might have. I feel a bit, 
I so, feel a bit sick that I agree with Laz 100%. <laughs> I think she was trying to ease me into camping as I've not camped since year 11. Oh, so you were the cause of I think the I think I was the cause. Having said that, I think she grossly oversold her camping abilities because <laughs> a light breeze when we were trying to pitch the tent almost derailed the whole weekend. <laughs> oh, and wasn't the tent like big enough for a living room? And like... it's got a living room in the middle. It's quite, oh, it's quite something. Camping. This, this is just this. Is, I don't know what you call it, but it's not camping. And but to call what we did in year eleven as camping on our little Jewish camping trips, that's also a stretch. I don't think you've ever been camping. <laughs> I don't think a Jew is built for camping. I think the uh, the the the, ten, the the um sensitivity to the cold. I reckon we. We did plenty of camping in those 40 days of Fortnite. Oh, this is true. This is true. It's true. Um, so I'd like you to tell tell your girlfriend that none of us, well, at least Ben and I, who would be authorities on, on, on this sort of topic. <laughs> yes. Jews who've never camped, being authorities, <laughs> right? Both be considered camping. But actually, one thing I did want to mention, talking about Ben's just aversion to camping, is so we all know Ben is the opposite, right? He's like lipstick on a pig. He's oh, like yeah. Deca stations, you know. All that. And, and it's of. It's, it's all a big charade dress up. It did start off with his adventure. It it, it it did start off when he was younger. I remember he was into so good look, and and he had <laughs> apparently this analogy that would kill me if I didn't. Oh, what the anal- analogy that doesn't exist anymore? You do grow out of allergies. Yes. It's, Thank you. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so it started in, in So Good and it ended off with his now love of Deca Stations. And he's allergic to a main course that's not $40 or more. Uh, the, uh, that, yes, that, that has developed because certain allergies like that do develop in time. <laughs> so I just ask you both, cost aside, do you not enjoy an opportunity to taste an array of flavors, an array of combinations, an array of different techniques, all in one sitting. Well, you, that but do you appreciate all of that? That's my point. Of course, I do. Well, I don't I, understand how you would. Lipstick on a pig. Uh, I'm not convinced that you have the breeding nor education to appreciate <laughs> all of that, Ben. You're questioning my parents. <laughs> In a million years will I question them. <laughs> just born said it's the, I don't have the breeding. <laughs> I don't have good enough stock to have a son. Who <laughs> <laughs> I'm stunned that you had a broadside of my parents. That, you know it's more about the way in which you were raised rather than their physiology, if that makes it any better. So I, want, I want to know. I want to know what, the, like you said, what the appeal is. I had, I had a decostation in Bali. Apparently saying that's very good. To me, a degustation just gives you more chance to fail. Like, I understand you can de-risk. No, think about it. You, you need to make 10 dishes good. One dish that's bad could derail an t- entire degustation. Like, for Why? Example, How? How so? I mean, are you, sorry, I should preface this by saying I've never attended a degustation. You've never degusted? I've never degusted. Well, then leave the room. But if you, if you, if you do a degustation, right, and your first meal is, is crap, mm. Bad stuff, and I don't think you can get up over that. But what happens if everything's good and in the middle you have a bit of a flat? Because patch? human behaviour is that you remember the beginning and the end. You don't remember the middle of anything, of a number, of a conversation, you know, of a female, whatever. But it's always. Think you only remember the end. <laughs> Actually, that's true. <laughs> Actually, I remember the middle because it happened so quick. But, but 
if the end, put, put, put it this way, if the end is bad, then I don't believe that that you remember the the the, the, the how good the first whatever it was. So it's it's a high meal. risk, high reward meal. Correct, correct. And I love to live on the edge. That's how I eat. I eat on the edge. But you have the you have the coupling wines, and so you get plastered during it, which is almost against the degustation. You can't appreciate the technique of every wine. Or sparkling, or juice is paired perfectly to the flavors of that course. What? So, what? So you're saying nine wines in, you are appreciating the food as much as the first? One hundred percent. Everything I savor, I eat slowly. I let it caress my palate, <laughs> and then slowly do I digest. Lovely. Do you ever get? Do you ever sit next to like a very, very sort of I don't want to say bogan. Can I say bogan? Bogan. Yeah, well, of course you can say Very, it. Very well. I don't know what it's in reference to. Well, did you ever sit next to like a couple that is that you, that you just look down upon because you know that they are probably like me, who doesn't appreciate the degus? Well, we pro- we normally have our degus in private dining rooms without other guests, as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Good for the rest of the guests. Ah, that was a good one. I I, I can just imagine that, Ben. You sitting there, the waiters wondering what you've done to get there, and you and Gemma just (laughs) sitting there eating in silence. Love ducks. (laughs) Love ducks, indeed. Actually, speaking of bogans, I have noticed there's a new trend. In fact, there's two new trends. Both one I I I hate, and the other one I don't. In fact, I both I don't understand. One is that there's a trend now that I'm not sure if you've noticed women wearing these very chunky, like, 70s-style Fila shoes. I have not. They're very chunky. I won't, I won't, I won't elaborate Fila's on Fila's shoes? Yeah, Fila. Like, Fila's back. I thought Fila was insolvent. Is Kappa back? Kappa's might be back. But that, that, is, that is the one side. So I just noticed that today, so I thought I'd mention it. The more, sure. the more pronounced is the new Bogan tattoo. What is it? So we know the Bogan tattoo was the Southern Cross. Yeah. And more Tradi- no- I mean, that's very traditional. And more notably, it's like the outline of the stars. For whatever reason, the stars can never be filled. Yeah. It, it has hurts. to be out. It hurts. Okay. Maybe that's the reason. <laughs> um, the, the next Bogan tattoo is the palm tree. Have you... Palm? The palm tree... Ben, I'll, sorry. Ben, I'll encourage you to speak up and into the microphone. Okay. Oh, that's better. The palm tree. The palm tree behind the arm. Behind the arm? Behind the arm. What do you mean? Like on the tricep. Oh, on the tricep? Yes. Or, or on the <laughs> calf. Or on the calf. Yeah. But it has to be behind. It has to be on the back side of the body. Because... Palm tree? Because... I you... No. I, I've never seen that. I've, oh, ne- no. I've never seen it, but... but because you're what not do looking you think... hard enough. But what do you think the significance of that is? The significance is... First of all, I want to know why it's always on the back side of the body. Never on the front. It's always on the back of the arm or the back of the leg or somewhere where the actual person who's gotten it can't see. Because it's like, I've been there, I'm not there now, it's behind me. Correct. Yeah. Now, what's behind them is the palm tree. Now, what could that that mean? They've been to Bali. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually no point in continuing that line of conversation because Ben's answered it in one. But actually, I, I do have one point on that. In Port Stephens, I was really exposed to a new degree of bogan. And um, it's quite interesting because the tattoo there is either on the calf, so the back again, but sometimes if they're hard, 
it'll be right on the shin. Right on the shin, yeah. You, which you, yeah, you got to respect, but it's just, it's just a thing, in in up on you know the the central coast. It's it's quite interesting. What is what is is it like a skull? Ah, oh, it's many things. There's generally a rose worked into the patterning. A rose worked into a skull. Potentially. If you if you would get a tattoo, what would you get? Ben. Just a duck, a fat duck. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, and duck. I nearly did get a tattoo. Like when I was about nineteen, and it was going to be an extra hard Sudoku puzzle on my shoulder. <laughs> um, and yes, okay. yes, I'm embarrassed, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Was that? It's was, actually very interesting. I've never seen that before. Is, would an extra hard Sudoku be essentially just a grid with no no numbers in? That would be extra well, hard. It, no, no, it's obviously achievable. It's not an impossible Sudoku. It's just an extra hard one. And it was going to be a, you know, be a jumping off point for conversation. And I also didn't want to get one that was too serious because I thought if I don't, if I get a stupid one, I'll never regret it because it'll just always just be stupid. Are you going to get now the face of of your baby on your neck or something? Where well, well the problem is you, you can't do that because then future children come. What do you do? Yeah, add to the side. Add it to the neck, bro. Neck is, oh, is... neck. The next, the next, the big, the big tat area these days, isn't it? Well, it you is. want people to see it. The neck and behind the ear, just the, the, the cross what behind you, the what ear. What are you, ashamed? You ashamed of her? Yeah, absolutely. She's terrible. <laughs> what would you get? Interesting. I, I, You've never uh, thought about it? Not really. Not really. I think if I was to get something, it would it would be some sort of, like, script. Something. That's so you. Yeah, something something you meaningful. Some, something... It'll be something, it'll be low-key, it'll be tasteful, it wouldn't be... You know, a joke like a Sudoku puzzle that I thought was cool when I was 19, but clearly is not. Um, you would get something, but, you know, like everyone gets like to pet in the soundscript. You'd get something in like, I know you read these audiobooks about, you know, Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius or something. Oh, interesting. Is Marcus Aurelius, excellent. Oh, is it interesting? Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, Ben. Get honest. The viewers Too don't highbrow for tick. The viewers don't want to get bored. But, but that's what you'd get. You'd get a highbrow tat. I would. I, I would get... A contradiction on my body. Yes. What would I get? I would get a palm tree. What would I get? Passion. I'll get passion because you've got to be passionate, and I'll get that on. Oh no no! I'd get two things. One, I'd get a spider web on the elbow. Yeah, good. Because that's the only tattoo that you can get on the elbow is the spider web or a star. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And then I'll get passion on my bladder. On your bladder. Passion. Just on, on your stomach. So it'll be like Ben. Internal tattoo. Yeah, good. Just passion. I once went out with a girl who goes to me at the end of the night, I have a tattoo. Can you guess where it is? And Ooh. and I was like, well, you know, there, there are many answers to that question. Vagina. She, no. She pulls over her lip. And on the inside of her lip is written in terrible, terrible writing, we lived. <laughs> well, I actually, I love that. That is beautiful. It was not beautiful. That was the end of the evening. Did, did she explain? She went to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> so is it matching? Is it matching with her friend? Yeah, she does have a matching one with her friend. Oh, God. Yeah. There we go. Okay, well, there we go. Um, one 
point I alluded to before around. So obviously Ben had a baby. Yep. And Muzzle and Brocker, Ben. And thank you. It, it's so funny because I actually saw something today which reminded me of it, and I won't pull it up on my phone, but I'll try to remember remember some of the quotes on it. But I know how old Ben's baby is. How do you know? Now it's not because it was born yesterday or a week ago. I think, I, I think it's born she. I think you could say oh, she. Sorry, she. <laughs> sorry, she. Well, it's, it's, of an age. it's an of an age where you can't tell them. Come on, it's of an age. But, but, um, eleven months and three weeks. Really? Guess how I know that? I have no idea. Because they post the weekly update. That's how they do. Uh, I have seen the blackboard come out different times. Sometimes around the world. And the blackboard is. It's, it's not, is it a backboard? No, it's saying that they that you put something on it, so you can see. No, it's a little, no, it's, it's a little board that has little like you you stick things into it. And the, know, and like, the white letters are becoming yellow because it's been used so much. Like, so I'm I'm getting the sense you have an issue with this. It's not an issue. It's just it's about like why the why are the constant updates. I I, I get well, I, I don't I, get. I, Look, look. I'm, what, my one point that I'm going to raise is that we actually don't put up weekly updates. <laughs> okay. No, it started weekly and it ended month. It became monthly at at the at the nine month mark. I yeah, think. I, I, I I kind of stand by one post a month is 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 not excessive. No, no, no. It's not one post a month. You post you one date. Okay. <laughs> Leave my daughter alone. <laughs> Listen. If fairness, this isn't this, this isn't really targeted at your daughter. Yeah, it's more at you. It's more at you, Ben. Ambushing me both of you. <laughs> your daughter is cute and a beautiful human being. And what I posit <laughs> is that Laz is that is that Laz starts to post weekly updates or monthly updates about his own age, uh, and uh, I think that would be great. I might I might post, but okay. The point of this is that I saw a thing today, Ben, about stuff like that, but instead of like dates it has like um i don't use the c word but i've been a little c because i haven't stopped shitting or something like that so it's just like oh ben's seen that i apologize ben was that not what not um you you, you're moving on moving on oh wow okay fair enough well i've got i've got a topic do you have wait do you you prefer that tick I, i thought it was quite you know Whimsical and um and different. I mean, I, I wouldn't post the steam word was used. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do th- I wouldn't do that on a constant basis, but I do it once or twice, and then just for like a few months. And and if I'm gonna be totally honest, we are actually taking a photo every week. We're just going to share them with everyone. Uh, <laughs> then I would I'd like to think that you're taking more than one one photo a week of your child. We actually have taken 46,000 photos this year. Was that confirmed? Is that like you see that on Dropbox or something? Well, oh, no, Google, yeah, Google Photos. 46,000? That's you. Wow. Okay. You want to say something? Well, it's interesting. On the subject of photos, like I'm constantly surrounded by Asians taking photos that no one will ever look at again. Not enjoying the vista, not really enjoying the moment themselves, but just so absorbed by the need to capture it on film. It's just ridiculous. I actually think we've gone too far with a lot of this stuff. I mean, take, stopping to take a, ch- a photo of your child, Ben's absolutely fine. But I'm talking about the staged one where they're jumping, you know, over over the Harbour Bridge or that sort of stuff. It's, it's getting a bit out of hand. Instagram's ruined society. 
That, there's a lot of points to to be packed in there. Yeah, but I, don't, I think we should move on. I mean, I, I, like I, we've touched on the whole photo thing. We've got a lot of ground to cover. It's been a year. Well, well it's hold on. It's twenty four minutes. It's close to actual final four. No, I've got I've got an extra subject. Oh, you do. I've, okay. I've, I've got a um something to throw in, in into the mix here. A bit of a wild card. Sounds good. Yeah. So, if your significant other has a group of friends that you don't know very well. How long is too long if they're organising a social event for you to have to make small talk? Is it, you know, is a whole day out appropriate? Or is, you know, an hour sufficient? Oh, what kind of vibe is it? Is it, is it your significant other's 30th birthday party that you just want to no, be there for? No, it's just a, ra- just a random weekend, just a random sunny weekend and everyone's getting together for a laugh, which is fine. But... I don't have I don't have six hours of small talk in me. I, I don't have an hour at the best of times. Um, no, you don't. Your, your small talk is average at best. I know. So, uh, it's a very difficult well, we situation. We're struggling to even make half an hour of small talk even now. But, but I, 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 I agree. That's with you. well within your rights. But I can't help but think you got in a bit of trouble for leaving a, a gathering early. No, I stayed there in poor grace. How <laughs> was it? It was about six hours. Six hours. Six hours. That's a long time. It's a long time, and they're nice and good, good people, like lovely people. But I, I don't have that. I don't have that amount of time. That I reckon is the advantage of having a child, because you know you go to the child groups with like, well, one you can leave, but also two, there's a distraction. I can be like, oh, okay, I'm taking so and so down to whatever, because that would be similar situation. You go to like other parents groups and your friends Mm -hmm. and like you don't know anyone. Are you? Have you been in that situation, Ben? You've been like, been like. I literally today went to a first birthday party. It's the easiest. It's the easiest commonality to just talk on for for a whole day. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It'd be nice. I actually ended up going for a little paddle in the water by myself just for a bit of a break. What, what did you manage to self-reflect? So lonely. That's so lonely. <laughs> that's like going to, just... to a movie by yourself, but it's more exposed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did you fall? You obviously didn't fall in. No, I went for a swim. Oh, this is you went paddleboard. No, oh. no, I went for a paddle. Oh, I went for uh, is oh uh, like a swim. A swim, okay. a swim. Oh, very nice. Um, so okay, so time for final thought. Um, do you guys want to go first? Go, Benjamin. Uh, I'll go first. It's it's one that sort of come to light in the last few days, and it's one that I hadn't really thought about. But while we were trying to organise this um this well overdue ramble. Mm-hmm. The conversations on WhatsApp descended because people didn't understand how to read tone on on a messenger, and and I just wanted to sort of highlight the importance of of having some kind of understanding of tone because people have been accused of shouting at one another when in fact they were merely asking a very innocent question in a tone that was quite muted and calm. Would you say and that if you follow is escalation a forty hour forty eight hour escalation that nearly ended ramble in its tracks? Would you say that that if you if you end off a sentence with five exclamation marks, that would indicate shouting? I would indicate that would indicate an escalation, absolutely. Oh well, there we go, checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I've ever used five exclamation <laughs> Checkmate. Ben, you were clearly troubled and irate. It, it, it was plain for all to read. But it is. The more we talk, the more it gets me irate. It, 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 to be honest, I was very, very calm. It is a, it is a, it is a topic of conversation we should do for the future of intonation messaging. How wow that has gotten, I'm sure many of us, including myself, into trouble oh, yeah, many a time. Absolutely. Uh, your final thought? 
Yeah, my final thought is um, still sparkling or tap. Who's ordering the still? I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I really. I just. Just is ridiculous. Like yeah. it's just bottled water without the fluoride. No, no, no. You're, so in it's, no, no. you're in the eastern suburbs, actually. Well, you know those type of people that are afraid of the water coming out the tap because they think it's filled with poison. It's better for you. I agree, but you know, you watch the, you know, watch um, Kim K, come Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And they've got just a fridge full of filtered water. But that's just for sponsorship, surely. No, apparently they generally think it's. The tap water's bad for you. Idiots. But I, 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 just, I agree with you. Yeah, just ridiculous. I just I just look at them and, you know, but spark, sparkling sometimes I'll go for. It's got a little bit of zest, you know. It feels a bit fresher. It's quite nice on the throat, especially when you're in the middle of a degustation. <laughs> it does cleanse the palate. Yeah, indeed. But uh, it's a very good point, Bob. You're, you kind of you get used to the, the trio of options, but what the hell's the point of this <laughs> the old still? I don't know. Well, uh, actually, on the food topic, I, you know, we talked about cafes, and I know that we're speaking to a ca- cafe connoisseur, but I would like your opinion on Spin, um, as a owner of a number of cafes. I went to a cafe this morning, and it talks, the, the title was Eggs Benedict with a Twist. Now, the twist was usual Eggs Benedict, but instead of toast, it was mushrooms, and then you could add toast for $3. <laughs> that, is, that is a shit twist. That is, to me, that's just saying that's just an excuse for wanting more money. But the, were these massive mushrooms that the egg was no, sitting upon, or were they no, just no, diced oh, yeah. mushrooms? Good question. No, it wasn't. It was diced mushrooms. <laughs> so you would add an English muffin, which many would argue is part and parcel of a eggs Benedict, as an extra for three dollars. So what's your view? Because I was shocked. I, I mean, I, I can see why they're trying, they're trying to be clever and have a bit of a point of difference, but that that would be very disappointing if you get mushroom instead of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an excuse to charge $20 instead of 17 Like, I think 17 is like, okay, that's ish, it's still on the high side, but it's normal. But then you've got you guys, 20 you're, you're in the part of the world where people don't want to eat carbs, so maybe that's the thing. It's a twist where, boom. Instead of just it's mushrooms instead of bread. It's, it's, it's so it's so ridiculous. This whole carbs is bad, protein is good. <laughs> it's like it's so binary. The view in in, in the eastern suburbs. It's not as simple as that. No, it's not. I, I I will be letting Megan know in in due time that we will not be going to brunch in Manly anytime soon. Ah, oh, you're in Manly. That was it. Sounds good of you. Well, it wasn't it was good of me, but uh, it's the last time they see this face. In here. Oh, in, in a whole, in the entire suburb, one one mushroom instead of bread, and you are out of the suburb. It's, 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 <laughs> to be honest, he doesn't like going to Manly at the best of times. Three <laughs> minute drive. Um, on, on that note, um, that probably concludes the episode. Hopefully, people have enjoyed episode fourteen. Yeah, we'll try and be a bit more regular this year, peeps. We've, we've obviously had a few big life events, so um, yeah. Well, on that note, see you later, everyone. We'll have episode fifteen soon enough. Ben, we'll see you soon. Hopefully, I'll see you before the next episode. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. Cheers. All right. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.